Hi, this is Peter Malouk. Welcome to The Standard Deduction with Candace Varner and Ben Hake. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for having us. And today we're going to talk about considerations people should have when they're thinking about switching from being an employee to being self-employed or being a contractor. Um, and I think a, a lot of folks view it as you know all upside because they can start deducting everything, but there's a little bit more to it than that. So, Candice, why don't you walk us through a little bit of the considerations people should have as they're starting to go down this road? Yeah, the first thing I usually ask clients about is uh, what their motivation is for making this change. So a lot of times we'll talk to clients who are uh, considering retirement or they're not quite sure if they want to retire yet. And this is kind of halfway out as they think they're going to uh, consult for the employer that they've been working for. Um, Or other times I'm talking to people who just uh, decide they don't want to work for anyone anymore. They want to work for themselves and they're going out on their own. Um, so really being clear about why you're doing what you're doing would probably be the first thing I would talk to them about and make sure that it's not, uh, again, for tax reasons, like you said, is that this isn't going to be all upside where now I just get to deduct everything under the sun, my gardener, my <laughs> nanny and everything. Um, so being clear on what it does mean uh, to their situation and more specifically, the expenses that they're going to have to cover now that they haven't been before, um, which Ben's going to talk about. Yeah, and there are quite a few maybe hidden costs that your employer is currently covering that you don't necessarily feel uh, them paying for. So the big, the first one is going to be payroll taxes. As an employee, you cover roughly 7.5% for Medicare and Social Security, and the, your employer covers the other half. And then once you become self-employed, you get to pay both. Um, so there's definitely going to be basically on your first 130000 uh, you'll pay 7.5% on that above and beyond what you have been paying, and then about 1.5% on everything above that. The second, and that's definitely becoming more and more important to our clients, is the cost of health insurance. A lot of employers are covering 80, 90 percent of that coverage. Um, so if you're going to go out on your own and you're responsible for providing your own coverage, it's you know a lot of people are surprised when they can get an individual policy for $1,000 or even more than that, depending upon their health. And then the other item is going to be uh, retirement plan contributions. A lot of employers will match 3, 4, 5 percent. And so if that's, you know, $8,000 you're leaving on the table that you'd have to replace, you'd kind of want to add all those items up to make sure that your compensation going the self-employed route is going to be at least equal to what you were making as an employee with all those costs considered. There's a few other expenses that uh, I talk to clients about as well, um, especially professionals. Um, Like in our profession as a CPA, we cover all of our employees' uh, licenses with the state every year, their continuing education costs. Um, and for doctors or lawyers or anyone like that, um, a lot of the those expenses, they don't realize how much they're going to be out of pocket if they're covering that themselves. Um, and the other big one is just if you are now on your own, what internal resources within the company that you're at are you giving up? Um, again, just to use us as an example, there's a constantly changing tax law and a million different uh, pieces of the tax law that you can't be an expert in everything. So if you're giving up Uh, the idea that you can go bounce those things off someone else and really put that all together. Those are resources, time, research, other things that you are going to have to replace in some way. So um, that could be an additional cost that you're incurring. I think ultimately it's not a bad idea to either get a piece of paper and a pen out and figure it out yourself or sit down with your CPA and really go through what is everything that I can get in the marketplace as an employee. Mm -hmm. And from what Ben was talking about with the the, there's some stuff you're automatically getting as an employee, which is that the employer is paying half the payroll taxes. And then what are the things unique to you that, you, you know, like you were talking about health insurance, be radically different based on your age and your health and your family and what an employer is willing to pay and really figure out what we, I always tell clients that's funny money. When you ask somebody, how much do you make? They go, oh, I make 80,000 or I make 120,000. 
they never add the funny money. I mean, so they one person might be eighty thousand, and that's the, they're getting as a contractor. The other person might be eighty thousand, but it's really one hundred and twenty-five when you add all the stuff their employer does for them. Yeah. Really find a way to translate the funny money into real dollars, so that you can uh, make an apples to apples comparison. So good advice from you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This commentary is provided for general information purposes only and should not be construed as investment, tax, or legal advice. Past performance of any market results is no assurance of future performance. The information contained herein has been obtained from sources deemed reliable but is not guaranteed.